The Call Room with Lex and Leo Young is presented by Morton. Morton is a world-class fueling company that is used by the likes of Iliad Kipchoge, Molly Seidel, Mo Farah, Lex and Leo Young, and is even the official fuel sponsor of the Boston and Berlin Marathons, two of the world majors every single year. And in addition to this, Morton is used by the vast majority of endurance professional athletes due to the fact that Morton has their scientific formula down to a T with their amazing hydrogel technology. I personally have had the opportunity to try out some of Morton over the past week and all I can really say is that this stuff is truly incredible. I was on a long bike ride the other day and popped one of their gels halfway through and immediately I felt so much better and in my head I thought no wonder so many of these professional athletes are using this product through training and through their races. It was actually used by Ilade Kipchoge the first time he broke two hours in the marathon. That was his fuel of choice as he was running 433 pace for 26.2 miles, which is truly mind-blowing. And as you'll hear throughout this series, Lex and Leo also use their products to stay optimally fueled for their training so that they can race at their highest level. You can click the link in the show notes to any of these episodes to see more about Morton's product. And you can go on their website right now. Uh, you can go moreton.com, which is spelled M-A-U-R-T-E-N.com to see all of their incredible products and listen to the episodes each week to hear about how Lex, Leo, and myself incorporate this incredible product into our training so that we are able and ready to race at our best level. So without further ado, let's get into today's incredible episode. Welcome back to the third ever episode of The Call Room with Lex and Leo Young. I'm your host, Dominic Schleter, and I'm so excited that you are continuing to enjoy and listen to this series. Lex, Leo, and myself have had a really fun time recording these episodes and really giving you all an insight into their record-breaking season. So a couple of weeks ago, Lex and Leo Young Uh, announced their commitment to the University of Stanford. They did it through this really fun and unique YouTube video, which I will leave a link to in the show notes for anyone who is curious in checking out that honestly masterpiece. And this episode today is kind of the podcast form of that, where we really do a deep dive into their recruitment process and why they chose Stanford, things that stood out about the school that made them want to go there. So this episode is a bit of a shorter one, but it's really a fun deep dive into a specific subject, mainly their recruitment process and the Stanford uh, Stanford journey, the journey to uh, committing to run for Stanford. So I hope you all enjoy today's episode as much as we did recording it. If you guys have been enjoying this series, you can like, subscribe, share the show with your friends, and give us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I will catch you all in next week week's episode but until then enjoy today's episode lex and leo welcome back to the third ever episode of the call room with lex and leo young how are you guys doing today we're feeling good yeah okay so i'm doing good so i'm excited for today's episode because it is all about the recruitment process i believe two weeks ago from today a recording date uh you guys announced that you will be attending the University of Stanford next fall academically and athletically cross country in track and field. So first off, how are you guys like feeling about that decision? And is it kind of nice two weeks removed from it where it's like, you know, there's not too much chitter chatter online about it now? Oh, it feels awesome. We're really excited about it, really happy with it. And it's it had a really great response. I think a lot of people were 
excited and it's going to be, I mean, it's really nice to have that behind you, I guess, and be able to go through the whole senior year without the stress of it. Cause it allows us to focus on more about just like more of like what we should be focusing on, you know, our running and our schoolwork. So it's, it's, it's just always nice to have less, uh, outside focuses like that. So my first question for you guys, like starting this thing out, talking about the recruitment process, as people, our listeners know, as your followers know, as my followers know, you guys have always been very, very fast from the beginning of high school. So I'm curious to hear, like, when did the recruitment process first start for you guys? And when did you realize that, you know, a lot of people are good at running, but not everyone like wants to pursue this down the road. So in addition to that, when did you guys realize like, hey, we really like running and this is something that we want to pursue um, collegiately and beyond that? Um, I think we probably realized that when Nico was like getting really, really into when he was, you know, picking his school and stuff like that. And we realized how seriously he was taking it. And then like, I mean, it really clicked once we got into high school and we were running well and we we're like, wait, maybe if we keep at this, like we could actually, we could follow a similar path to him and that could be super awesome. So I think that was kind of how it went for me. And I think like, I mean, the recruiting process really started like as soon as it physically can, like, I think physically or yeah, you literally, well, as soon as it, as soon as it could, as soon whatever as it like legally that, can, whatever that, first <laughs> that coaches can contact you. I think, uh, we got contacted but yeah it was it but then it was like so so we were talking to colleges for before we made the decision over a year probably like maybe 13 months i'd say yeah probably a little less than that i don't know whatever whatever that date is that you can some date in june yeah so so i'm curious the day that because i know this from like my own recruiting journey that like you cannot talk to schools before the date of like the summer of your sophomore year it's very specific so i'm curious the day that the coaches could contact you like how many emails and letters did you get within that next month oh it was really just i think just nau contacted us like right at 12 a.m whenever it's possible and then i think like three days later um santos called us and then um and santos is for anyone who doesn't know the coach uh stanford right yeah so i really i mean like yeah not really many schools contacted us it was surprisingly it was like it was really just we talked to NAU and Stanford then later we also started talking to UVA and then there is a little while where we were talking to um U of A and then we were also talking to Washington but other than that that was it I mean that was I mean that's like pretty much as far as even the schools that contacted us, like not many schools really contacted us. So I'm curious, do you guys think that's just because schools from their point of view were like, these kids are national class. They're two of the best kids ever in high school history. You know, I might be a bit biased. I think by the end of the spring, I'll be saying you guys are the best kids ever in high school history. So do you think those schools were more approach like D1 schools around the country were approaching it from like, these kids are going to be pretty hard to get from people like NAU and Stanford. And they just decided not to reach out because of that. Maybe I think, I think to a certain extent, a lot of people probably assumed that we would just uh, go straight to following Nico's path and just go to NAU, which is definitely something that we very seriously considered, obviously. But um, I think because of that, a lot of schools just didn't think that they really had much of a chance maybe that's just that i guess that's just what i'm hypothesizing Mm -hmm. but yeah so you mentioned nico how instrumental was he in kind of guiding you guys through this process because of course as you guys know when you guys were freshmen and sophomore you got to see firsthand you know his his journey of recruitment so what was it like kind of having him as your literal older brother like helping guide you through this process 
Um, I think it was super helpful because, I mean, we watched, I watched his process pretty closely and I noticed just like how conflicting it was for him because it's just so difficult for him to like, I guess like, I don't know. He was very worried about like what people would think and stuff like that and trying to pick the right school that was, you know, right for him and stuff. And I think that there were so many factors and it was, it was really tough for him to balance everything that seeing him actually get through there and pick the school and pick the right school for him. And he was super thrilled with it. And since then he's been just happy with the decision. I think that it was, that was really inspiring. And I think that like, it was really good because then I knew that like he would be a great resource for me because like, I mean, like he went through and he understood and he had the same process and it's difficult. And, um, he was very instrumental because like I would, I was talking to him a lot, especially once it got really close to this decision, just like talking to him about like, you know, why I want to go to each school, what I like about each school, what I don't like things like that. And just like, he was really, really, really helpful in helping me like figure out exactly what I wanted out of the college experience. So I could figure out which school was the best fit for me. So I think you guys kind of touched on this in your recruitment video that you made, and I'll for sure leave a link to that in the show notes for those who want to see really a deep dive into this process. Of course, this podcast, we're doing it, but the video is really unique and well done. So I encourage people to check that out as well. Um, what what would you say to people who like kind of assumed that you guys were only going to running for or going to running my bad I can't speak going to college for running versus a Stanford and I'm not saying NAU isn't academically prestigious because it's definitely they definitely have some good academics but like Stanford of course you do have to be like academically um, minded to go to a school like that and what would you say to those people who like thought you were only going to go to college for running and all you cared about was running. I think you can't, I mean, I don't think you can blame them because like, truthfully, like I, we don't really, I don't think I share all that much about myself, like online, at least like really about myself, you know, like my values and kind of stuff like that. So I think that it's difficult for um, people to really, I guess, hypothesize about the decision for me. Like, yes, I saw a lot of things about on Let's Run and stuff and people, they can only guess about what they see from the outside and what they see from the outside is us running and us making YouTube videos about running and not really anything else. So it's, I mean, from all the information they were given, I think it would lead them to suggest that that is what we would do. Right. That's fair. Um, a- another question I have for you is we talked about Nico, but also your coach, Sean Bros or your uh, former coach, Sean Brosnan, I'm sure he played a, a helpful role in helping you guys kind of pick and choose between these schools. And obviously um, now as a division one coach, he's very well equipped and uh, like he's knowledgeable on the whole process. So how helpful was he in, in uh, this process as well? Sean was very helpful. You know, he's a, he's, he's a very well connected person. I'd say in the running world, he knows a lot of coaches. He knows a lot about a lot of coaches in different programs. So it's always, it was always good to be able to, you know, talk and confer with him about uh, just, uh, you know, different programs and what we're looking for in a school and what schools he thinks would be good options, you know, because he's very knowledgeable and it was he was very supportive, you know, just wanted us to go to the place that's right for us. So we knew that we could trust him about what we're talking about and how we're feeling about different places. And it was yeah, just like Nico. I think they were both very, very helpful as well as my parents. They were very helpful. You know, it's always it, it, we feel I feel very lucky to have people like that, that we could talk to and help us help guide us through the entire decision, you know, because it can be quite tough. Indeed. So I'm curious, outside of running, what are your favorite things about Stanford from any perspective you want to take this from? Oh, I'd say for me, Lex, one of the 
one of the first things would just be the the location. It's I think there's so much to explore there. Like it, it's California, but it's it's very different than Southern California. You know, like I've explored a lot around L.A. and the surrounding areas. But up there, it's like there's so much that I haven't seen. Like I'm really excited to explore San Francisco and San Jose and Santa Cruz. And, you know, you can in the winter, you can go down and watch Mavericks. You know, you can go up to Marin County. You can you're close to Yosemite. There's there's so much to do. And even in like even Palo Alto is really beautiful. You got like the the foothills and then the the downtown area with some good food and Bay or even, the campus. even the camp and the campus is beautiful. So I guess location for me was a huge thing. And that's not to say I didn't like the other locations. They're all very beautiful, you know, and just in different, in different ways. You know, I loved the forests of uh, Flagstaff like that. It was absolutely stunning in the trails, you know, so it's, but that is one thing I'm very much looking forward to. So throughout this whole journey, how much did you guys flip flop between like decisions of schools you wanted to go to? Or was it pretty clear from the beginning that like Stanford was going to be it? I think that for a long time, it was really it was it was very flip flop because it was kind of just like, you know, looking at the different schools and seeing what they each had to offer, especially like, you know, when you're not sure, like, I guess you don't have you don't know the whole you don't know, like everything about every school and like scholarship and coaches and everything like you know you just got to be sure and you really have to get to know the coaches and stuff so it's just it's a long process and I think that it was probably a slow process of honing in on exactly what we wanted and that being Stanford. So as people know who follow the running world Stanford is a super accomplished team they have this super amazing history of accomplished runners going way back to the history like the the start of collegiate running all the way up to present day they've got guys like Kai Robinson who are competing in the world championships in college which is pretty unheard of and then they also have guys like Charles Hicks and Cole Sprout who are consistently being all Americans in cross country and track so how excited are you guys to be on such an accomplished team and specifically like a younger team where when you guys get on the team you'll still have plenty of guys to work with every single day to be really the best version of yourself but we're so excited i mean like that's that's a huge reason why we picked it is because we could go to such a we could go to such a school that would you know fulfill all of our needs at, academically and then also it fulfilled everything athletically you know i mean on our visit we really got to know a lot of those guys and they're they're such great people and like there are a lot of they're i mean aside from just being great athletes they're a lot of fun to be around and i think that if the people are fun to be around it makes it so much more enjoyable to train so I mean, we are so thrilled to train with them. Like, it's going to be a great experience. So within the past few years, we've seen NIL things come into play. And if you guys had gone to college like five years ago, you wouldn't have been able to profit off of your YouTube channel or do any endorsement deals or any of the things you're seeing athletes do today. So how exciting is it to be in college at the same time that NIL went into effect? I think it's super exciting because like, I don't know when I think were we did we monetize our YouTube channel before NIL came out? Uh, I think it was just before. Anyhow, yeah. the point is, is like we were like we were planning on like trying to make a little bit of money on YouTube, like in high school, because we decided to take it more seriously. And then the NIL came out and we're like, wait, this is awesome. We're not going to have to stop monetizing our channel when we get to college. And then we're like, oh, and we can also do little brand things here and there. I think it's I think it's personally really exciting because like at least for Lex and I, we already, we enjoy doing that kind of stuff. And I think for me, especially like I'm super interested in like marketing kind of stuff. So I can like, just be like, I can be the per like, I guess the influencer and then also maybe study 
the influencing from like the company side. So I think it's like, it's super interesting. Yeah. Speaking from like a perspective of study and majors, what are you both planning on majoring in if you figured that out so far? Um, I think right now what's interested me the most is the potential of doing their management science and engineering. It's kind of like, it's like a five-year master's program where you start off with like, it's management science and engineering. So it's like, it's very much so like a business sort of major, but I'm really interested in like, I think like the marketing kind of things and maybe like kind of leadership stuff. So I think like, I think that's what I'm most interested in studying, um, I don't know. It just seems super fun. How about you, Lux? I think I'll hopefully study uh, architecture. I've always been a little interested in that. You know, I like drawing. I like uh, math, science. So I think that'll kind of combine uh, all those interests. As of now, that's what I'm, I'm not like holding myself to it. But that's, I guess, a good starting point, at least, I think, with maybe a, a, a sub focus on environmental science or sustainability, I think would be interesting because our climate is very much in need and be, it would be cool to build houses and uh, that, you know, don't negatively affect the environment, but actually are good for it and help uh, decrease our carbon impact. I think. Awesome. So one final question for you guys, before we wrap up episode three, this was a listener question from Andrew and uh, I really thought it was funny, but also insightful. He said, how do they feel about the in quotes, friendly competition between them and friends at NAU? Um, yeah, no, I'm super excited for that. I mean, we're going to, if Nico's still there, we'll be racing him. I expect we'll be racing Colin as well. Um, and probably more people that we know will go there. I mean, we already know quite a few people on that team. So, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty cool. I think that it, uh, I think it relates a lot to like what we were discussing last episode with like the excitement of friendly competition and running. And I think it elevates the sport. And I think, I think it's going to be cool. Like you'll get to, you know, say hi to them uh, before the race and then go after and race them. And I think that's going to be super fun, especially like knowing the people, you know, because that's the thing with high school is that you're always, you're running for a team and you're really, I mean, you're, you're running where you grew up and like, you don't really know a group of kids that live on the other side of the country, but in college you're running and you're meeting all these kids through running. And then everyone kind of scrambles into these different schools and you're with all these kids from all over the country that you get to know. And then through that, you also know a lot of kids at different schools. And I think that it creates like a really close knit community of people that are running really fast. So then it's like, I think it'll have some really awesome friendly competition. So one final question from me personally, uh, Stanford has not won a team title in quite some time. So you guys looking to change that and just like, I know we already kind of touched on this, so it is kind of revisiting some stuff we were talking about, but like, are you excited to continue to build on the legacy that Stanford has. I know they've had such incredible runner, like just most recently this year, Grant Fisher and Elise Cranny, both Stanford graduates made world championship teams and broke American records. So are you guys excited to add to that legacy individually? And then also hopefully as a team? Oh, most definitely. I think that was one of the biggest things is we saw so much potential at Stanford. I think it's going to be a team that will most definitely be able to win national championships and foster individuals winning individual national championships. I think that it's just, it's going to be great. You know, we want to, me and Lil want to be, we want to be in a situation in an environment that lets us be our best and help everyone else be their best. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up this episode, do you guys want to cover anything else from a Stanford, Stanford perspective, or do you feel like we covered everything? Um, 
I mean, I feel like that's probably any everything. I mean, we can always if people if questions pop up in the Q and A's, we can always go after those in future episodes. Oh, stuff. But I think that's I think that's everything for now. Awesome. Yeah, as as uh, they were saying, make sure you follow us on in, or me on Instagram, the Running Effect, so that in the future when I put up Q and A stuff, you guys can submit your questions, whether they're Stanford related or related to some other subject. But until next episode, thank you guys so much for uh, this this episode, and I look forward to uh, catching you guys in episode four. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was a blast. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to The Call Room with Lex and Leo Young. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. You guys can give us a five-star review on Spotify so that we can attract new listeners. And also, subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode when it comes out. And then one last thing, the series is presented by Morton. You can go in the show notes of this episode or the link in my description on my Instagram, The Running Effect, to check out all of their incredible products. So until next episode, peace out.